1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In 1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. Hello and welcome to episode 178 of the 77 Club. Harry, start with the socials. Hello, everyone. Uh, sorry, I've put the allergies weird. <laughs> weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what okay. happened. Okay. Good uh, morning. The Wolves, Good evening. <laughs> the Wolves 77 Club on Facebook and Instagram at 77 Club Podcast and Twitter. Spotify, iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Dan Bayless is here. Hello, Wolves fans. And Jack Williams. Hello, guys. Uh, we'll start off then with uh, well, Premier League action. Uh, another win for Wolves at Molyneux. Um, Harry, everyone was turning to each other and go, God, when did we last score three against a team last week? Uh, no, in the league, I know you're joking. Um, but a really weird one for the starting 11. Uh, we're all going through going, oh God, there's no Neves. Is he going to Man United? And then we're going, who the hell is Toti Gomez? <laughs> yeah, well, we was in the pub, weren't we? And we seen the team come out and we was like... Well, this is weird. No one predict could have predicted that. If if anyone was going to be in the back, you'd have probably thought it was Sanderson, wouldn't you? It was mm-hmm. a surprise pick. But uh Donk and Martino midfield, and we was all worried, wasn't we? We was thinking this is gonna be a really tough game. And to cut a long story short, it was a really tough game. I don't think 3-1 tells the whole story. It was a very tough afternoon, but 
as you mentioned, Totti Gomez, brilliant surprise package for what Dendonka did well, and we got the vital three points in the end. And Bayless, we were sort of watching Gomez in those early stages, as, as, as I suppose we all are when you know you sign a player you've never even seen in action before, getting thrown in against Premier League opposition for the first time. But you know he, he's a no nonsense kind of centre back, isn't he? Play very well. Can't really fault anything he did, to be honest. Can't pick out any mistake or anything. Can anyone? I thought he had, I thought I thought Wolves defensively were pretty good. Samson had some good chances, but. Um... It's the way you get them some days. It's, it's nice to go and win one with a 3-1 as well, isn't it? But hmm. the, the one big thing I took from the game on the whole is Jose Sarr isn't a good keeper in the Premier League. He's one of the best keepers in the world. Wow. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I've, okay. he's he's such an upgrade on Patricia. In current form, you can start to disagree, isn't it? So he pulled off another amazing save, which you know made the difference. <laughs> I think in the last 10, he's conceded three, Jack, and he made that that save um, in the, was it in the second half, I think? Um, brilliant save, virgin on world class. Yeah, he's, he's been brilliant for weeks, really, hasn't he? He did that one uh, from the from the header where he just uh, yeah, picked, it. picked it out, didn't it? And that was a great save, which was a, a key point in the game, really. Obviously, mm. there was nothing he could do about Ward Prowse's free kick because that was just amazing. That's I think filth. it's one of those where you just sort, you sat there and you watch it and you just kind of have to go, yeah, fair play. Because um, um, it would take something special to beat him from that far out, and, and it did, really. But uh, yeah, obviously... Overall, you've got to be pleased with the performance. In the last two games, I know one was against Sheffield United, but we've scored six goals, which is unlike us, really. But it is a step in the right direction. Gomez came in. I was worried when I saw there was no Neves, like everybody else, and even more worried when I thought we're playing an unknown player uh, who's straight from Grasshoppers at centre-back. But, you know, it did turn out okay. I will say this one thing. I do think in the last two games, since Sace has not been in the team, the other teams have created more chances. And really, if you look across the two games, I think Southampton and Sheffield United both should have probably scored more goals than they have. So uh, I'm, I'm not getting completely carried away here. I think we've done well considering we, we've, uh, you know, had uh, had to bring in cover and really actually use a bit of a depth in the, in the squad, even if that squad has just sort of been brought in uh, from our sister club. So, you know, it's it's good. And I, I don't mind letting in a few more goals if we do score a few more goals. And luckily, we have created chances as, as, as well. So you've got to be happy with that. I knew Southampton was going to be a tough game. They've just come off the back of a, of, you know, a good win themselves. And, uh, it, yeah, it was a, it's a really good good victory, really, and a statement of intent to sort of keep us in that top eight and pushing those teams above us. It's one of those, Harry, where, you know, he is the set-piece master, isn't he? But I, I never thought he was going to bang it in from that far. Oh, it was an unbelievable goal and it, it was one of them. It took, it felt like it took forever to go in, didn't it? And, and you almost feel like applauding goals like that, don't you? I know you don't want to at the time, but after looking back, I was just like, Jesus. And just to change the subject slightly, obviously I was buzzing at the time because I had that bet. <laughs> 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 just a quick, I've got to quickly tell this story. So yeah, yeah, no, I, do it, it is I, I always have 4-1 Wolves, so I bet on that. Obviously that was close. I had Raul to score two, obviously got the one, and then nearly stopped Cody's on the line, didn't he, that header? And then I had Wolves to win 2-1, Raul Jimenez to score first. With what? I don't know, three minutes to go. They hit the bar. I'm shitting myself. I'm looking at the phone. It's offering over 100 quid. 
Adama Traore misses from about a yard out, blasts <laughs> it over the bar. I'm right, right, that's it. I'm leaving it. It's coming in, boys. Finally won a bet in the first time in about a million years. And then the bloke who couldn't at the side of a Renault, it's fast, goes through, calm as you like, slots it bottom corner to seal victory. And I'm nearly, I was probably the only person in the home end not celebrating that goal uh... in Molyneux. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose we should really talk about the Wolves goals because we haven't actually done that yet. Yeah. Um, so I, VAR came to our rescue a couple of times in the game, Dan. Well, that's a bit of a farce, isn't it? I mean, oh. which tackle do you want to pick <laughs> to, to, to <laughs> give the penalty for? We all know. Um, didn't I match the day away. say it I was just can't believe. I, this, this, I'm probably... Because where we sit, we we sit in the North Bank. We were right, <laughs> right in front of that... Uh, the, the penalty shout mm-hmm. and watching it back the first time i was like the first one's definitely a penalty the ref by the way we just knew he wasn't going to give very much because you'd, you'd sort of seen it in the early minutes that he wasn't going to crack as many fouls or anything and we saw that one where eight nero gets clattered and we, i'm like going that's a stonewall penalty to your mother he's got to give that they've got to give that gap that eventually they did however when watching it back i didn't think it was a stonewall as i thought it was when i saw it live from a different angle i don't know if you guys thought the same i, I thought it was a little bit softer because when I saw it in real time, and it's right in front of me, I thought that's that's the first one, the first tackle, not so much mm-hmm. the second one, is definitely, definitely a penalty. But then when I watched it back on Match of the Day that night, I was like, actually, I, I don't. I, it doesn't look as stonewall as I thought it did. So it, I do you think it was soft, though? Do you, there's a difference, isn't there, between not being stonewall and I, being soft? So is it... I think we were quite fortunate to get that overturned. I think that well, was a bit lucky. I, I think it's a penalty. But... He, he took him out, man. The ball, he didn't touch the ball. He just wiped him out. From the angle we saw it, he went straight through him, didn't he? Yeah. But then also, also, where's Eight Nori going? Because the ball's going away from him. And he just, I, I, I just hit him in the air. Yeah, but if you don't hack him down, Eight Nori readjusts, gets the ball, and probably puts yeah. it in or crosses it. I'm not but... saying it wasn't a penalty. I'm think I'm yeah. saying we, it was lucky for it to get overturned because I they well they don't we've usually said... do that. We said about VAR last week, as soon as they take that long and then they get him to run over, you know he's overturning it. You know there's mm. a bit of a mistake, because they've told him in his ear. So we knew it was being overturned, and luckily for us, uh, Ralph's... But he didn't get overturned, though, did he? He went to the screen, which very well, rarely... He didn't give it, though, did he? He just waved play no, no. give a corner. So yeah. he eventually <laughs> had to have it overridden. So. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but a, a, a good second goal, Bayless. Yeah, it was a good goal. I... None of them were bad goals. Ralph took his penalty mm. very nicely, so mm. credit where credit's due. I do, I do think Kilman's a little bit unlucky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, has he done that twice now as well? Hit the post. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he has, The yeah. Villa game, he did it as well. He hit the crossbar, didn't he? And then it fell to Cody, and Cody, Cody bummed it in. So. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Ralph tried his best to stop it, though, didn't he? He stood on the line. <laughs> we, were, we were really lucky with that, weren't we? Because yeah. if, if he had not been in, in the net, that would have been given offside. A very similar thing happened in, in another game that, that, that just uh, the weekend. Oh, uh, Leeds, was. Leeds, but, um, Leeds, yeah, it was yeah, Leeds. I saw that. Um, but luckily, I think because he because he was already basically over the line and when the ball hit him, it had already gone in. He wasn't part of play. Exactly. So if, he, if, if he'd have been a little bit, if he'd actually been on the line and it hit him and gone in, it would have been flagged offside then because uh, because obviously he was active. But uh, so yeah, we were fortunate there as well. And I know they were crying that they didn't get a penalty. Was it Dendonka who uh, put a foot in on one of their yeah. their players and? Yeah. Um, he, he went down, did go down easily. I think that would have been a soft one as well, to be honest. But uh, we did get the rub of the green, really. Um, and I'm forgetting, actually, when when just after Ward Prowse's free kick went in, they hit the bar, didn't they? Yeah. Like, yeah we we, we, header, we yeah. nearly fell apart. We nearly fell apart. And yeah. we were very lucky, really, when that ball came back off the bar. And eventually, 3-1, I think, just like you say, Harry doesn't really tell the, the full story because it was a close game, I think. But you have to say, Jack, that's what you want to see is taking those chances. 
the sort of seventy percent chances that you turn into goals. That's how mm. you win these games. Yeah, and we did it very well. But they had yeah. loads of shots, but a lot of them were sort of half chances. They're two good chances aside from the free kick. But Wolf took turn those half maybe scoring chances into goals and doing that is not going to win us just these games. That's what gets you in the seventh, sixth positions. I've mm, said that before. I agree, Bayless, because like you think we've had this like run before December and even you could throw like the United game in there. We've been so tight, haven't we? And not like yeah. really been scoring. And this, the, the FA Cup game, our, our critic of that was, well, we need to do it in the Premier League now. And we've scored three goals. Yes, there was a stroke of luck about it, but still we've scored three goals. We've gone at it. We are looking a bit shaky at the back without Sace, but this is what we want, isn't it? I know yeah, we've got well, a solid yeah. defence, yeah. but we, we want to get more goals and we're doing it. So we can't complain really because we're actually actually putting the ball in the net now. So It was, really it was quite strange actually because coming out of the ground... I thought everyone would be talking about Traore and his goal, whether that was going to add anything onto his price tag, whether Spurs are going to be in for him even more now that he's actually got a goal. But actually, the, the thing I heard the most was actually people saying that I hope Gareth Southgate was watching that game. Mm. And I think, has he got a point, Dan? Yeah. I, you keep putting consistent performances together. You've got to be knocking on the door, haven't you? So... I think the Portugal manager should be watching as well. Paul's <laughs> um, playing great football at the moment. Just got to enjoy it, haven't you? And I, I honestly can't pick out many negatives. Not many at all. I can't think of anything we did particularly wrong. A little bit of passing and we gave them a bit of the ball in very small spells. But on the whole, that's a that's a solid 8-9 performance for me. Can, can you imagine if uh, Jose Sarr isn't in the next Portugal squad? When's the next set of internationals in like a month's time? Was it February, March? Mm. Like that would be mad, wouldn't it? Really, because he's probably he's getting these this praise as probably being arguably the best keeper in the toughest league in the world. And if that isn't enough to get him a spot in the Portugal squad, then I'd, I'd be shocked. Really, I don't know what happened there, but he has he hasn't got in previously, has he? I think he must be like Portugal's number four. Number four, choice. yeah. So um, it'll be interesting. So I'd, I'd, obviously we know Patricio, but I'm not too familiar with who the others two are or who they play no. for. Um, but you can't imagine it's going to be a bigger standard than being the best keeper in the Premier League, can you? Yeah. So talking of taking good. note, though, like obviously they're starting to take note of Sar now. The you know everyone else. They even mentioned Kilm on a match of the day, so he's like we're talking about him. He's starting to get noticed too, isn't he? And I'm sure, I can't remember how I heard it or someone put it on Twitter. He was literally nearly out the door, wasn't he? Under Nuno. Like, he wasn't even in his plans. And to think now how he's becoming how he has is incredible, really. So all of a sudden, like, Chotty Gomez comes in. He could go on to be the next Kilman, you know? So I don't know. Well, didn't, didn't Nuno want to sell him to Ipswich for like two million quid or yeah. something stupid? It was something like that, wasn't it? And it was like, I think we've all said in this podcast, like, every time we've seen him, he's done very little wrong. And for oh. some reason, Nuno just didn't favour him. Didn't like him. No. It's a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a weird one. Uh, Man of the match, Bayless. Could give it to three or four of them. I thought Potence has been superb so in the last few games. Totally Goldman. agree. I haven't even mentioned him yet. Arguably our greatest like player ever. Carry on, or? <laughs> uh, sorry. That you? No, sorry. Um, <laughs> Star's been utterly brilliant. Kilman's been brilliant. So God, they can all share it. They can all have a sip of the champagne bottle between them. Jack? Uh I don't know. There is, there's a few. There's a few shouts in there, isn't there? Um kind of tempted to say Toti Gomez just because it must have been really difficult for him to come into that after just two days uh, knowing he was going to start and actually not look out of place yeah. so you know what why not I'll say him uh, Harry yeah just quickly on 
Toti Gomez obviously had a really good game. He looked a bit flappy at times, I thought, but obviously it's his debut. He's going to be really nervous, but incredible from him. He's got between Kilman and Saar for me. Um, I'll, I'll go with Saar because that save he pulled off. Perfect. Okay, um, let's move on to next game. It is against Brentford. It's away. Um, Jackie, you haven't got a ticket, have you? No, nobody got one in. But it's Harry's got one. No, I was joking. Oh, you were joking. <laughs> oh, joking. I thought you. I thought. I thought the. You know, because you're on Talking Wolves and you'd be training. Yeah. Them. Well, you said if you got a ticket, I said yeah. You said how? Said, well, everyone who's on Talking Wolves gets one. Because Matt and Dave got one in the ballot, didn't they? <laughs> you <laughs> got some stick off idea. Chris for that, didn't you? Appearing on it. But you're, you're in place of yeah. Finners, who's gone to the Maldives. Yeah, to one Finners. of his islands, I think. How, how many times have they, Dave's been on here? Matt's been here, hasn't he? In the oh, it's a, it's a bit of a bite from Harry there. That, that it is. It's a bit of a bite there. <laughs> sorry, sorry to let you all down. <laughs> um, are you a bit gutted, Jack? Because obviously, you know, it's a brand new stadium, chance to. Go and experience that, and and it's it's a no. Yes, to be honest, yeah. I mm. mean, any, any stadium straight away where the allocation is, it's a brand a brand new stadium as well. Brand new stadium they just built. They've got Premier League aspirations, and it seats about sixteen thousand people. Like it's it's not big enough for the Premier League. It's like the new Bournemouth, isn't it? So, um, I thought I might have half a chance of a ticket, to be honest. But um, looking at it, I think there was only a handful left once it had been through the the golden away season tickets really. Mm. So I know I know there's quite a few people who've who've said about it who usually go to, you know, all the games who haven't been able to get one for this. So it's a bit of a shame. Um but, you know, it's one of these things, isn't it? Um hopefully I'll get to go at some point. And it's just partly because it's a new ground as well. And yeah. like one of the, the closest games to me geographically because of where I live. <laughs> so yes. it's a bit bit of a pain really on that because it would have been uh, just down the road. Uh but yeah, a, 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 yeah, a bit gutted, but it's it's one of these things, isn't it? I'm lucky enough to uh, to be able to go to most of the away games, to be honest. And I know a lot of people are, aren't necessarily in that position because it's a big closed shop, so I can't really whinge. Um, Harry Brentford had a, a decent start to the season, and obviously that that game at Molyneux, the two 0 loss for us, it was just like a a big shock for everybody, wasn't it? I think mostly because they're a promoted team. Um, but they are down at 14th now. They've played 21 games. So pretty much everybody apart from Norwich, I think, who's below them, um, has at least one game in hand, um, sometimes two. They've lost their last two. Um, is this a good time to be playing Brentford? Yeah, I think so. Because you mentioned they lost their last two and they've been beat heavily. As well. I think Southampton, was it? 4-1, I think. Yeah. I think the last win in the league was Villa from memory. But yeah, I mean, it, going back to that 2-0 loss, obviously a lot's changed since then. We've improved a lot. They they were really good that day. We were just shocking, wasn't we? I think everyone yeah. had like, the worst day yeah. ever that day. And I fancy us. And if you'd have said that day as well, we'd be, what, two points off six at this point and they'd be down in like 14. I'd have probably argued it'd be the other way around if you, you'd have gone off that performance that day. But I think we'll get our revenge and uh, just a sneaky plug again, get the programme if you are going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do need we need a copy of the programme. Yeah. Um, uh, Bayliss, is it an unchanged 11? Oh, I don't know. If Neves is fit, I think he's oh, got to yeah. come back in, hasn't he? So. Do we all agree that Trinkau is lightweight and ineffective? No, I think that's harsh. Yeah. He hasn't played as well as others others have. So what are you thinking Troy Ray? But it's sure it's just we don't know what's going on with Troy Ray, do we? We're playing for Spurs by then, aren't we? Yeah, we pretty quick. He's staying this window. (sighs) Big shout. Should we carry on about the game? Yes, sorry. Uh, that's my fault. Neves I think is gonna come back in, isn't he, if he's tested negative this week and then Give Gomez another go. Let's see him. Brentford do look better at home than they are away. 
Um, mm. You know, losing to Liverpool's no massive shock, is it? So it'll be. I think it'll be tougher than it could possibly be, but we're in good form. So first goal. If we get the first goal, I think we'll go on and control it better. Um, Jack, are you of a similar persuasion? A fit Neves obviously goes straight back into the side. Is it in place of Matinho or Dendonka then? Um, you think it'd be in place of um, of Dendonka, wouldn't you? But then depending on how they set up and do we know who's going to be back? Is like Marcel going to be back? And also, are we definitely 100% sure the game's even going to go ahead? Because what? you know what happens? Well, it could be called off, couldn't it? COVID cases. Who knows? I, I don't know how how they have to do it. Um, we've lifted but, all the restrictions in England, haven't we now? Um, well, yeah, well some, some today and, and some tomorrow. But I, the Premier League does seem to be its own, like, climate zone doesn't it in that you know it, it doesn't really have the same rules as everywhere else in that effect can you um yeah sorry to change it but there's some good comments in the comments uh people saying how much of a shithouse brentford were last time and since that mm-hmm. game we kind of implemented that a bit didn't we that's why i said get that first goal so they can't yeah. shit houses if we can get one up in the first 20 minutes then it's going to change the dynamic of the game isn't it yeah um you're gone they did a proper job on us that day, didn't yeah, they, to mm. be fair. And hopefully it was uh, it was part of a, a learning curve because they did their homework. They were very physical. They did all the dark arts and everything. And I, but I do think we owe them one now. And I think the players yeah. will think, like, these these properly did a number on us last time. And, um, and we want revenge for that. So I do kind of want us to set up quite physical, really. So I, th- I would actually, if Adama is still here, I would think it's an Adama game rather than a Trincao game and uh, you, you know then it just leaves Chiquinho game obviously against Brentford last time out they had 10 men for what was it 25 minutes yeah. to forget don't we so yeah they, they we had, did. We had eight up front as well I remember we got every striker <laughs> and winger on a, a yeah. to man it was like the cricket equivalent of everybody standing in a slip position wasn't it that's exactly that's sort of what Everyone it felt like yeah. we, just, we just didn't look like we were going to score there did we even with no. 20 minutes left against uh, with seven forwards on the pitch and then with 10 men it's like we ain't scoring today we don't look like no. we're gonna score could play, could play that game for two weeks so i do hope we come out the blocks on, on saturday and uh just hopefully write that wrong and get a decent response but i i think we've got a chance i don't think um i'm not as cautious about brentford as i was in the earlier stages of the season particularly when you know they get that new team buzz and in and the league don't quite know what to expect i think they might have been found out a little bit now but um let's see um, Harry, is it uh, Neves for Dendonka and then is it Trincao keep his place, you say? Yeah, uh, Neves for Dendonka, definitely. You've got to think Totti might stay in, haven't you, after his performance? Oh, this you is think? the thing, isn't it? Do you think it'll either be Totti or Dendonka, wouldn't it? I'd have thought. Yeah, Dendonka and... might slip back or Marcel, like you mentioned, but I'd stay with Totti. I think you've got <laughs> it. I don't think you'd ever be saying that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I would. I think he deserves another go at it after his performance. Uh, Trincao, I thought he did okay, to be fair to him, actually, so maybe uh, keep him in. Um, uh, also, with Brentford, aren't they linked with uh, Christian Eriksen as well? Yeah. Yeah. All that. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be happen. I don't know if you six, uh, a six month contract with the option of a year in Brentford's favour. I think, um, but he wasn't allowed to play in Italy because he has a device to basically, essentially, a pacemaker. I think, isn't it? Yeah. Um, which, which, what do we? Why don't we have him? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, risky it, though, isn't it? it, it yeah. Before though, in a six month deal with a, an option in your favour. I mean, it, it's. If anything, you pay in his wages for six months and then then he goes, but then you've got the option of the big wages. I don't know. Don't know. Would be well, it's surely too big for Brentford. I was right? going to say, yeah, that's. 
I reckon he's probably taken a massive cut. Massive pay cut. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which which is which is good that he's he's doing it because he wants to play football. Because I'm sure he could just go to Saudi Arabia or wherever Aubameyang's been offered to um, Al Nazir or something. Um, they put sure a loan to be alive, isn't he? To be honest, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm surprised he's continued to play, didn't he? Because I think they asked Raoul about that situation, and he said, you know, it, he's got big decisions to make now about his future. It's not just about playing football; it's about it could well, it could be life life or death. Um, did you see the tweet that Wolves sent out at 5.47 this evening? No. Um, a very good thread of an emoji of a wolf and um, like a, an egg timer. What's another word for an egg timer? A timer clock. A, uh, what's it called? Something a, sand? A sand, sand turner. What, sand, sand turner. No, that's not it. What, <laughs> what's it called? What is it? What's Hourglass. the word? Hourglass. There we go. That's yeah, it. Yeah. A, wolf, a wolf and an hourglass. Sand turner. Uh, <laughs> Santa, uh, and it's a, a one slash four, and then it's um, Pedro Neto um, kicking some balls, running around. Uh, the second tweet is Yes Mascara with a ball at his feet. Looks like he's having a great time. Uh, three out of four, Huang on the ball, and four out of four is uh, Johnny, it, 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 which looks like he's in first team training, and it looks like Huang, but it's only the back of him. So, I mean that. It's potentially huge news, isn't it, Bayliss? I mean, I, I said a couple of weeks ago on the podcast that I'd be happy to see players return, first team players return to action over any potential signings. We've made it one signing in Chiquinho. Um, what do you think of those four potentially well, yeah, uh, getting back it, into action? It was currently getting to the position where it had been either the kit man making a kit up for himself or putting <laughs> one out in kid sizes. So <laughs> good to get back. What great, what great players to have coming back, though. I mean, exciting, isn't it? If Neto comes back. Mm-hmm. fully fit cannot wait cannot wait do, do you think it's a bit of January propaganda like we're not signing yeah. anybody but look at this <laughs> look at all these players we already look over have. there don't worry <laughs> you've got to look forward to in March yeah <laughs> so I think there might be a little bit of that about it um, but will Johnny, is into will Johnny get 100%, back in 100% uh, Johnny walks into that Aiden side and Samado done well though he, to be fair he walk, Aiden, 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 and Johnny who did you get him for uh, by this you get him for Samado jacket that's it yeah. Do you, really, really. I think I think he's our best defender. Unpopular opinion. But Johnny or Samado? Johnny. No, fully fit Johnny. Johnny. He's got game time. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to be fully fit. Properly. I think a, I think a fully fit Neto in the four moves before we got injured is our best player as well. Agree. I get. I say he's our best player. Yeah. yeah. Neto for just... and a fully fit firing Raul is terrifying. Or- orgasmic. Brilliant. Bloody lovely. Makes you want to get the sand turners out, doesn't it? Um, so, score prediction then, I suppose. I'll start with you, Harry, seeing as you've um, wrongly predicted the score on your bets so far. Let's, um, I am, here's one that isn't going to come in. I'm officially the worst predictor and better of football ever. Uh, I'm going to go 3-0 Wolves. Wow, 3-0 Wolves. Another three goals scored. Ooh. Wow. Uh, Bayliss. I'm going to go 1-0 Wolves. 1-0, sneaky 1-0. Uh, is it a shithouse 1-0? I'd take it all day. All day long. And Jack? I was going to say 1-0 as well. So well, well I'm, I'm going to back Harry's 3-0. I'm feeling, feeling very, very, very yeah. confident. Yours a shithouse, Jack. Uh, yeah, I know. You never change, Sam. Oh, no, I know, I know. Shot, I think. Just shut up shop, score after about 20 minutes, and then... 2-1, yeah. says Paul. There you go, Sam. Two one, there you go. One, perfect. Okay, uh, let's uh, have a look at what the odds are looking like with the latest betting odds and ticket news. Yeah, there are some interesting ones. 
actually. Um, first one that caught my eye, it's short odds, but I quite like the look of uh, just a Wolves clean sheet as above even money, 13 to 8, given our Ooh. recent performances. You know, if you're going to have a proper bet, then Wolves not conceding is always a good one. A mm. um, couple of scorecasts first. So 3-1 per dense first goal, 95 to 1. A little bit shorter than I expected. Who um, predicts one... all the odds? Hey. <laughs> God. It's like I set it up. <laughs> Definitely didn't. Semedo first goal <laughs> and a one all draw is 195 to 1. Oh, that's not bad value, to be fair. And then one, there are a couple of specials knocking about. Um, bear me with me with it. They're not the easiest things to sort of get your head around, but. So um, a multiple of five shots on target between Tony and Jimenez, sixteen of what sixteen to one. Ooh, that's a bit left field like that. And then Ooh. Kilman, eight Nori, Pinnock, and Norgard, all to make sixteen plus tackles between them. <laughs> what is this stupid? Forty. You go one. rogue. Yeah. That's great value. Kilman does that by himself. I. Bayless. We will check these next week. <laughs> Are you pulling these go. out just so we can try and win a bet for once on the betting news? <laughs> we never oh, do. Big do odds. Big odds. They are, yeah. Ah, that's, they are, that's, yeah. A, that's a great collection. Um, Jack has next week. your ticket news. Uh, I do actually have a bit of news this week, actually. Um, so the FA Cup game against Norwich, um, that has been confirmed for Saturday the 5th of February, 3 o'clock kickoff. So it's a good time. Can't wonder about the time uh, like we did for the the Sunday game. Um, price is the same as well. So it's £15 for adults. Got I'm just on. looking at this, actually. We've only got uh, season ticket holders have only got until uh, Friday, I think, to reserve well reserve their ticket, end of, end of play Thursday. So um, I haven't done that yet. We're going to go, aren't we? I assume. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I've got mine. But, yeah. So, yeah, I need to get mine then. So, I just reminded myself, really. It's a good job we do this segment. Um, I'm able to help <laughs> other people. There's very few left for the uh, the Wolves against Arsenal game, which is that Thursday night kickoff. Um, but there is a little bit of away ticket news. There was a couple of uh, games announced as of yesterday, the sales information for those. Obviously, Brentford, we know, was gold dust, but we've got information for Tottenham away and for West Ham away, which is on my phone. Um, so the Spurs game, which is a Sunday, 13th of February, 2 p.m. Allocation for that is 3,038. They are on sale to the gold away season tickets as of Friday, the silvers as of Monday, and then on the point started with 1,130 as of Wednesday, the 26th of January. Um, they will inevitably go quite quickly, uh, especially for people who haven't been to that Spurs ground yet, because it is worth a look. Uh, then away at West Ham, another London away game. Um, so 26th of February, Saturday, 3pm kickoff. Uh, allocation of just over 3,000 for that, which is obviously pretty standard. That's on sale to the gold away season tickets as of Friday, the 4th of February. The silvers as of Monday, the 7th. And then on the points, again, started with 1,130 as of Wednesday, the 9th of February. Two games there, which I shall be attending. Lovely stuff. Uh, that's latest betting odds and ticket news. Um, let's turn our attention um, for the penultimate time, I think, um, to the January transfer window. Um, Harry, we've mentioned him already, Chiquinha. Uh, in the region, I think, report said uh, £3 million. Under 21 for Portugal. A couple of caps in there. He's been signed from Estoril. Um, a five-year deal. So, you know, youngsters from Portugal coming into Wolves on long-term contracts. It's sort of the model, doesn't it? Yeah, um, everyone keeps pointing to the fact that we didn't know who Neto was, which is obviously true, so he might be amazing. I've watched a few clips of him. He looks rapid, to be honest. Uh, but it's a it's a big step up, isn't it? I like his quotes. I like you know him saying all these 
a tally sort of assists and goals he thinks he's going to get. So I like his confidence. I like the fact he did his um, interview in English as well. In it, which is quite rare, isn't it? For when they come over, don't you think? Like, I remember Neto and that never did one, did they? For a while in uh, in uh, English and refused to speak. Was it Costa? Was it Costa? We never heard from a Cavalero in interviews. Not very much, no. Okay, and occasionally uh, they wheel him out at the end if they got one of the match or something. I think, but uh, yeah, but um, and I think they've got twenty percent of the. Uh, they own twenty percent of him still, don't they? The, his previous club, but talking of talking walls, they did a really good video on it. If you want to go and watch that, I sort of made a plug. Did they? That's it's outrageous. Have you, yeah, have you got 20% of right. talking walls? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that actually was a really good video with uh, that Portuguese geezer. Well, he's, he's actually Scouse, but uh, he's their Portuguese bloke. But yeah, exciting. But it is another winger, which everyone was saying, oh, that's Troy Ore gone, but I doubt it. I was going to say, do you think there's anything in the fact that he can play on either wing? Troy Ore, you, you don't know, but you don't think you don't think they're, they're connected? Hmm. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Um, because it's a very it's a very young sort of low value transfer, isn't it? You're not swapping him out to replace Traore in the first team. I think it's kind of a low risk, long term deal. Don't know whether he'll be in and around the first team, whether he'll go out on loan for a bit. It just it depends depends really. Um, I, I don't know much about him either, really. I just did the same as everybody else. I went on Wikipedia to see where he came from. Obviously, played a bit in Portugal, got promoted. Um, with there with his other teams, it's, I don't know how you pronounce it. Is it Estrelli? Esto? I don't, I don't know. I'd say um, Estoril, but Estoril. Go and check um, Talking Wolves out. the video on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he, he seems to have played in parts even since they've gone up, uh, and you know got a couple of goals and assists this season. So let's see. They must have seen something in, in him. And to be fair, on the whole, with our recruitment of particularly young Portuguese players, they have done all right, haven't they, really? I think it's fair to say. Um, you're never going to get them all right. And obviously people could question Fabio, but that's mainly your question of the price tag, not the fact that you mm. think he's going to be a good player. Yeah. So, um, yeah, fair enough. But I'll, let's I'll, if that's our business done for the window, I will be disappointed, I'll be honest. I think we still need to bring in at least one Scott midfielder. Scott Sellers but, was... a. Uh quite high price for him as well. Obviously Scott Sellers was like, yeah, he's going to be in the first team. He's going to be in the round there. So that, that's a good sign. So he must have seen a lot of him. Because we've um, got no players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Um, there was a comment in the comment section, obviously, uh, from Nick. It says, can you give your opinions on what kind of fee Jeff is going to look for Bolly? Um, it's a weird one, Bolly. I think let's go along the lines of him being a fully fit Bolly who is completely COVID-free and no repercussions from that and an injury free as well. How much do you think Willy Bolly is worth, Bayless? Oh. Ten million? Nah. What do we pay? What Less we pay than that. For? What do we yeah, pay for now? Oh, he's, he's getting, oh, he's he paid mid- about ten with nine or ten. He's thirty, I think, or thirty. Yeah, he's getting on a bit as well. He's got a few more years left. I reckon we'd try and get ten for him. How much should we pay for him? Was it about ten? I think, we paid I think nine and a half or something rings a bell. But I don't know, maybe talking more through the video on it. and find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you're looking for players who never did post-match interviews, though, Willie Bolly is a great shout because he ne- never seen him do a post. He did one in pre-season, didn't he? In Switzerland a few years ago. Oh, did he? Like, okay. Yeah. Oh, good shout. Yeah. Do you do it in French? I wonder. No. Uh, no, he just stood there and winked at the camera and then walked off. I think. <laughs> it's, it's just such a weird situation, this Bolly situation, yeah. isn't it? I just don't know what's going on and whether there's been. Long COVID, whether there's been falling out, whether there's just he's just not part of Bruno's plans, or whether I just don't know why he wouldn't be part of centre backs is one of those where everybody has centre backs, and if they're good, you'd expect them to stay. It's not like 
not be, a centre back not being in your plans means that you either think he's not good enough or he's too old or or whatever. But does Bolly fall into that category, Harry, of, of one of those? He's certainly not too old because he's about the same age as me. So well, he's our age, yeah. <laughs> Football in terms, he's coming towards the end. But Ben Green is laughing at us saying thirties and old for a centre half, which is kind of true. But he hasn't played for God knows how long. Bolly can't really tackle as well as Sam either. But Bolly, <laughs> Bolly, a few years ago was our main man when he we all loved him. He was the best defender we had by a long way. And then it's just gone since that injury after we come back from Besiktas, after you got the winner, he was in and out, wasn't he? And then COVID. Mm. So I don't know. I, I think because he hasn't played for ages and we don't know what's going on with him with his injuries and his COVID stuff, we ain't getting 10 million for him. That's what oh, I no, think. Definitely not. Harvey. Um, Harvey, you'd yeah. be lucky. I mean, isn't Sace 31 as well, though? I know we've been a bit ageist here. But, I can uh, say, <laughs> we need to tie him down to a deal, don't we? Because he can start yeah, talking yeah. to clubs at the end of the month, I think. Mm. Pre-contract yeah. things. Morocco and Matinho as well. Yeah, uh, Matinho is going to be eligible to sort of the clubs once transfer window closes, I think, or something along those lines, isn't it, Harry? That that's just something you you have to get done, surely, just get it across mm. the line. Yeah, and we joked the other week about Jose Sar putting on all the Instagram comments, sign him up, sign him up, and I agree. Uh, was it Paul who said earlier about the, the the Roma links as well? So yeah, we've got to snap them up if we want to keep them, definitely. It's interesting that Roma link because I think it, Mourinho is sort of treading a tightrope, isn't he? Because they're they're in absolutely dire straits. I don't I don't really understand why he'd go to Roma aside from maybe the Mourinho link, but I, I don't think he's got any burning desire to potentially work with him because it's not two thousand and four. So <laughs> you know, I mean, he's probably only got one move left, hasn't he? Really, Martino. If he if he does go. Um, so it wouldn't be surprised if he went either back to Portugal or to the MLS or something but I'd, you've got to give him another two year deal here really you'd think just two years pushing it I don't know but at least another year if, if he wants it but you don't know he might have something else in mind because it is his last move you might think I want to go and play in Italy I want to or go in, to Portugal MLS or, is a great shout into Miami somewhere like that you know yeah. mixing it with Bex you just don't know you just don't know what he's got in his plans but uh, I mean the way he's played this season the way say San Martino have both played this season and Two players that particularly were having it questions, questions about Sace's ability to defend, questions about Martinho's legs. They've like they've been two of our most consistent players this season. So fair play to them because mm. uh, they deserve a new contract if if that's what they want. Because I'd be quite happy to have can them I, next season. Can I just say something, right, Paul? I'm just going to put Paul's comment up. He's put. We are pretty solid in defence now with Mascara to come back as well as the only position we are desperate really is that attacking midfielder. Everyone talks about Mascara as if he's literally like amazing now. We saw him good in pre-season, but we're still yet to see if he's actually a good Premier League defender, aren't we? Everyone's talking as if he's the next Willy Bolly. He did impress He did look good. Yeah. Uh, do you remember watching those games when we were training in Spain and obviously we looked crap in some of them. It was like, yeah. you know, I don't know, it's like they're all hungover and he was the only shining light really, but it is putting a lot of uh, hope Putting all your hopes on one very young um, Totti could be better. Totti Gomez. Well, I, I'm not. I, I know I gave him man of the match, but that was just more because of the circumstances. But I'm not getting carried away with him either because he's had mm. one decent game. But again, you can't put this pressure on these people. You need to uh, see how they develop and give them time to see if they can handle it. But, but also, from Matinho's perspective, you know he's going to, I guess, want to be playing in the Premier League or at the very least. A, a decent side in Portugal because he want to be going to the World Cup, wouldn't he? I reckon that's what he's got in mind. And that, what's that? We're nine months away. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna. But, they're gonna want to uh, 
one last try, mm. aren't they? All these yeah. players. Tito Martini is going to want Especially Portugal, to because Portugal try. haven't won the World Cup. This is going to be Ronaldo's last World Cup, last chance to do it. They're going to obviously want to be part of that. Yeah, so but, that, that must that must be going on in the back of his mind, Harry. But he was like keeping... When he keeping Bruno Fernandes out of the team and the Euros was playing for us, so he can yeah, stay... Yeah, they, they got still. knocked out in the last 16, so I don't see Yeah, but that. he can still... He can I know still, group stage, he can still get into the Portugal team playing for us, and Bruno Large absolutely loves him for all the questions. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. I, I, yeah. I don't know if he'd go to the MLS with the World no. Cup insight. Well, you know, and we always yeah. hear. I mean, I know. I mean, we're being well. I'm definitely being a bit of a hypocrite here because I don't know if that's the right word. Because I've Cody for England. You know. No, no, no. I thought Martinho was done, but then you see all the reports that he's one of the fittest players in the squad still, even at his age. So, and he's proven all of us wrong because we mm-hmm. we thought he was finished in the summer, didn't we? Now he's Portuguese, but we thought he was finished, <laughs> didn't we? Right. <laughs> so he's been incredible this season under Bruno Large. So I want to see him stay on, definitely. Um, Bayliss, is there a rumour out there that you just hope is true? I know you, that you, the one that you're very, very fond of, Diego Costa's potentially talking to Arsenal. Do you think he should swoop in and get him? <laughs> is he? He is, yeah. I don't think he's played for anyone for a year. He got released by Atletico a year ago, didn't he? And I don't think he's played for anyone. Yeah, every year he's getting a little bit older. That's the problem. Um, that, that, that does happen to all of us. It is inevitable. Apart from Benjamin um, Button. <laughs> Oh, I can't think of it on the top of my head that now I'd really want. Uh, I do Chris like Lingard on loan. I do like that Hoiberg at Tottenham and Tillmans. Apparently Tillmans is leaving Leicester. I think he's fantastic. What's the situation with Tillmans? Is it is that an it's end like, of contract? I'm trying to think when they signed him. Was it twenty? We're getting Renato. All any Wolves fan actually is thinking in this when this question comes up is like because we've had the carrot of Sanchez dangled in front of us, it's like, oh yeah, I want him. Yeah. Want him. That's it. And anything else is gonna be a disappointment. And I'm in that boat as well, even though it's not gonna happen, is it? But if we uh if we get him and keep Traore and then like Neto and that comes back, we're getting top six. Yeah, they're not doing that well this season, are they, Leo? I don't think. I don't mm. follow French football too much. I know they won the league last time, but um, I don't think they're doing quite as well this season. Um, so maybe that Newcastle. Newcastle, Newcastle after Lingard. Oh, just uh, pick oh. any player that might potentially be out of contract that's quite good, at, and they'll be connected with Newcastle. That Watford goal was hilarious, wasn't it? Like you just, just <laughs> yeah, score that late on. It's like they really needed to win that. Um, oh. And obviously, they're trying to do their business, but. Um, but I just kind of think a lot of teams around them have got games in hand now and they need to start picking up points really. So I, I think the way it's shaping up at the bottom of the table, to me, it's already looking like it's three from four. And teams can like I, Burnley um, have got games in hand and these sorts of things. So it's, it's still a big ask for them to get out of that situation, I think. Can I just put it out there? I, I, we had a little bit of a giggle over Coutinho going to Villa. If they get Suarez, I probably will shed a little tear. Uh, have you, you just seen really the threat? Have you seen the thread that Seb's just sent through to the WhatsApp? No, no, I'm not. I've just seen. A, uh, I think someone put in the comments earlier, and I said on Twitter earlier, Suarez has apparently turned every other club down, but apart from Villa, because he wants to be back with Gerard. If they get Suarez, I've got him. Because he, yeah, because I don't think he'd be very much money, but I mean, his wage is going to be astronomical. So it's a gamble, isn't it? But I mean, they're not going to get relegated. So is it that much of a gamble? I think the best piece of business that Newcastle have done this window is probably buying Chris Wood because not only have they added a striker, which, you know, love him or hate him or, or whatever, they've taken a huge asset from Burnley, haven't they? So they've they've almost blunted an op- opposition relegation rival, haven't they? Rather than mm. bringing in someone who's going to get them 10 goals. Traore to Barca. But that's always been on the cards, I think, in it really. I think he would like to go back there, prove a point. Um, yeah, I, I just I just don't know with the Newcastle thing. I know they've signed Chris Wood and they've signed Trippier. They might have signed somebody else. Um, 
not particularly the massive Newcastle fan, the ins and outs. <laughs> but it is the 19th of January now. And mm-hmm. I don't think if it's just those two signings that that's going to be enough. Um, no. Let's let's see how it goes. But again, it's just boiling under now because I think it's just got the uh, it's got the makings of just being really funny. Really. It would be so not, funny. I don't, though, I don't particularly hate Newcastle or anything. I just think it's amusing. And like, Bayless hates Newcastle because hate so there's nothing. Really, it'll be so funny because <laughs> they're northern. <laughs> the northern powerhouse. It's going to happen, isn't it? Like, and I, I mean, realistically, yeah. get out of that. Danny Bass gone to Sunderland. So yes. he's going to be playing uh, Harry's yeah. level. That's, yeah. that's Harry's dad's burnt. He's probably a lad. Shirts. He's just bought, he's now got Sunderland shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Bath FC. Uh, perfect. Right, okay. We'll wait and see what happens with January transfer window. Not too long to wait now, but otherwise, unless anyone else has any burning desires uh, to talk about anything else. No. Just hope we sign Sanchez, like I said. Hope, hope we sign Sanchez. <laughs> Sanchez. There's just nothing in it, is there? Like nobody's. It's not even been whispered about. I know it wasn't last time, really. Until it. Like, you wait. Dropped you wait. This time next but, week, someone will be tracking a plane to Half Penny Green from. I'm, God knows where. Well, yeah, that's true. But I think the one thing that because the, the only people who I really look at with, with all the fake Twitter accounts and take seriously is like Fabrizio and like John Percy, really. I think those two. And he keeps bringing Adama back around, and he? Uh, Fabrizio. Mm. He tweeted about him the other day, and that's the only worry. But at the moment, I don't think there's much going on with that. I don't think it's got that many legs, and I don't think it really has, but they might still be trying. But I think Lar just said, no, you're staying. We'll talk about this in the uh, in the summer, which I hope, mm. hope it does have that backing, but it's still a little bit of a worry, but personally if it wasn't for Fabrizio I wouldn't think there was anything in it so bit, bit of a bit of a side note on Traore he donated some of his wages to that racism charity was it he, I was going to say he took his gloves off and there was yeah. uh, was it the Black Lives Matter no there's uh, like a logo or is it a different it, charity that's about giving money to bring up equality in society and he gives and at different athletes have been signed up around the world and he signed was, up that, was that what the white gloves was I don't know. Yeah, to be honest, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to butcher it. Um, but it is something to do with charitable cause, and he gives a certain percentage of his wage, however much it is. One percent, I think, which is probably a lot, isn't it? So it's okay. yeah, common goal. I think it's called it social, Im- it social impact. One percent, um, but that'd be a lot when he gets his massive contract upgrade from. Wolves, so. <laughs> just also, just thinking. Like, obviously, a fair play to him, but he must have had them white gloves on for bloody ages. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who's sweating his tits off in like, August. Like, <laughs> I don't wear these gloves for ages. They smell. <laughs> now, and, and another thing I think to mention is just how, I think we've already mentioned it on previous podcasts, just how much the, the mood has changed. Just have three wins in a row in January. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Jeff Shee and that are geniuses again. And all yeah. of a sudden, everyone's loving the fact that we're bringing Totti Gomez in, Jordal's back, and all these young players are coming in. Everyone's on board now. No one's even mentioning about throwing money <laughs> at Anyone like winning that. does feel, isn't it? Yeah, it's funny. What? It's fickle, yeah. fickle game, isn't it? We're all the same. I'm, <laughs> I'm not accusing anyone. Have any of you had a proper look at the fixtures? Because... It gets quite interesting oh, towards the end of February. Oh, stop it. <laughs> just be, no, no, because like, if you look at like the second half of February, it basically could make or break our season because in four games, we're not playing the big guys or anything. We're playing the teams around us. So we've got Arsenal followed by Tottenham, followed by Leicester, followed by West Ham. Four, four games in February. 
and I, I was looking for that the other day. I'm just thinking that's the potential there, those four to make or break. Six or seven points, and that's we're in business. Oh, six is a great return. Yeah. If you win two oh, of them, man. you give yourself a chance, don't you? Um, but it's February. February is going to be the month that makes or breaks our season, I think, or our, our final league position. You, because you've, uh, got a, you've got a fancy us, though, haven't you? Because like that season when we thought we had a chance to top four under Nuno, we always float in and around. Wipe out last season when we come like 13th, whatever it was. Two seventh, we're always floating in and around, don't we? Think we've got a chance, and something will happen like we're going balls up that kind of run, like you've just mentioned. So, hopefully, under Bruno, he can take us that one step further. If we can creep into the top six, I will run around the Midlands naked for four days straight. Looks on a top six. <laughs> Who's that hairy woman six? running? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right anyway on that note and that picture that we can all leave you with uh we'll say goodbye to harry manson see you everyone dan bayliss goodbye wolves fans and jack williams bye everybody and this is a goodbye from me goodbye find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk sports social podcast network with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.